Welcome to the When Wit Happens podcast. This is a podcast that helps you find ways to celebrate and live your best life, even when stuff happens. Now here's your host, Whitney West. Welcome back to the podcast, everybody. Today I have a special guest with me. Her name is Mahogany, and I was on Facebook just scrolling like I usually do. I probably should have been doing something productive, but as we know, <laughs> procrastination rules a lot of times. And I came across a video about a young lady with a chronic condition, and she was just living her life to the fullest. And as you all know, that is my thing. Like I'm doing the most despite it all. And she just fit that story. And because this season is a season about living in abundance, despite everything else, I wanted to invite her on. So I'm going to have her tell you a little bit about herself now. Hi. Um, hello, everybody. My name is Mahogany Jeter. I am 23 years old and I'm from Knoxville, Tennessee. And the condition I have is called lymphedemia. It's pretty much um, the system in my body that flushes out fluids doesn't work properly so the fluid kind of like builds up and retains and yeah yeah so I, I know a couple people who have your condition but I had never seen it um like show up in the way it's shown up for you so um if people will be able to see on the screen I'll have pictures of both of you know us on the screens for people to see but mm-hmm. in your leg right just one leg or is it just primarily showing up in that one leg? Honestly, it's on my like whole left side. Like mm. people, it's just my leg is the most, of course, noticeable. But if people ever look, you can see like one of my hands is bigger than another or one of my arms is bigger than another. So yeah. Oh, that's interesting. I like never realized that it can affect something like that could affect just like one side, but it makes sense. Chronic illnesses are so weird and <laughs> how they show up in Man, for real. people and even yourself. You're like, some days I'm like, I got this. I'm used to this. And then it's like, oh, I'm going to throw you a curveball. <laughs> Man, it's so true. <laughs> <laughs> All kind of craziness. And so, um, I was in my 20s when I got diagnosed and it kind of took me a while to kind of get used to stuff. How old were you when you noticed that something was different? Uh, matter of fact, um, I had asked my mom about this and I've had this since I was born. She told me once they did my uh, footprints that they saw that one was bigger than another. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's so interesting especially that it was like already like okay it's this side um it's always so wondrous to me thinking about like all the stuff that can go on like while we're being created and your body just decides you know it's like we're a big giant science experiment you're like what (laughs) yeah like I I hate to say like anytime I say it like and I'm on video I say like things can go quote-unquote wrong but it's like it's it's such like a miraculous experience. It's like, if you had like with a regular experience, a science experience, like nobody's a hundred percent ever, right? So like, even with like the current like pandemic or whatever, you know, we have 
these vaccines and it's like it's not gonna be a hundred percent and it's kind of like with us too we're big science experiences you exactly. know experiments and like there's gonna be some variation <laughs> you know, right. happens. and this is just our like our like glitter you know what makes us different <laughs> and extra special um even if it can be very annoying at times but um that's why I like speaking to people like you who was like you have through, through some kind of way figured out how to live abundantly despite it so since you've had it since birth like how was it like going through you know those trying times of middle school and high school and all that with the condition uh I would say when I was younger it was really hard mentally because you know I don't know you know the mentality of a child you're yes. you're vulnerable you're you're weak and well, I don't know if I want to say weak, but let me just say you're vulnerable. Yeah. Um, in school is where like uh kids, other kids my age, especially when I was real young, would ask me about my condition, but grown adults really wouldn't. Mm-hmm. So I can walk somewhere like with my mom or something, and it's like I feel the eyes of a bunch of adults on me, and I'm like yeah I'm like oh okay this is this is uncomfortable like it can be very uncomfortable because I have oxygen so it's like people will look and it's just like you know you think as a child you're supposed to learn manners but I think at at a certain point you know children (laughs) have a curiosity that adults seem to lose and it's like they think they're being whatever by not saying anything but it's like you staring at me so either you see it and you just mind your own business and look away or if you're so curious say something like exactly say something like whatever what are you thinking something you need help you think I'm cute I'm cute what is it (laughs) but like like, oh my gosh you and parents will be so embarrassed and like I remember I had a little boy um at my old like apartment complex I was getting out the car and he said he was like hey my grandma has that he was like are you okay and I was like yep it's my oxygen and she was like oh my gosh I'm so sorry I was like no it's fine like he didn't say anything wrong he just associated with like his grandmother and it's okay you know and then he would like wave at me sometimes from then (laughs) and I was just like that was just so like oh I've seen somebody with this I'm gonna tell her like that was it was so innocent but like the parents were like oh my gosh I'm so sorry like for what he didn't do anything wrong (laughs) at all so much like I would be out and people's kids would be like oh you know what happened to your leg and the parents be like no 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 don't ask them no it's okay I was born this way it's my condition you know God just made me different but you know you're really pretty can we be friends and they're like (laughs) sure (laughs) yeah exactly it's like they 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 get it a lot more and it's just like let's we can open up dialogue like when you try to like ignore stuff that's what like others people you know like not everybody's going to be the same people will look different people will be different and if like normalizing that people will be different will just yes. make it okay it's like okay I'll, I can ask I'm curious you learn something some people feel a way about being asked about their condition but it's like some stuff is like okay that's going to be 
a curiosity. Like if I have on oxygen or people will be like, are you okay? And it's like, I, I can choose what I want to share, but it's like, yeah, I'm fine. Yeah, that's why I was like, I understand it's a curiosity and I really don't care if people ask, just like you said, you know, cause people are going to wonder. It's just, I'm all about as long as you ask me respectfully, then mm-hmm. I'm, I'm pretty fine. Yeah. The respect definitely has a lot to do with it. Like people like can, they don't say like, what's wrong with you? I'm like, don't you nothing, what's wrong with you? You know, (laughs) (laughs) kind of thing. It's like, oh, if you're like, oh, I noticed you're on oxygen or just just as a lead in or or anything, or I noticed that your leg is bigger, just something to lead in. Like we we obviously know you noticed it. So that can be like people's lead in if anybody is listening and who's like curious just kind of be curious like a lot of times people like get scared just to say something but like curiosity takes away that abrasiveness you're like i was wondering curious kind of thing and they help people let their guard down for sure right like like you said i feel like there's no issue with you know because we we're gonna have to educate people on you know, our conditions, because they probably don't see it all the time. So when they ask, it's like, okay, I have, you know, I got this oxygen, or I have this leg that's bigger than another. Mm-hmm. This is why. There you go. Can we break the ice? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, let's just go ahead and get it out the way, because I'm walking around about forgetting about it myself. <laughs> For real. I mean, I don't know. My mom always says I'm so straightforward, but I'm like, I don't know. I've had this forever. So it's like, yeah. you kind of have to be straightforward. <laughs> yeah, you do. It's like, it's no need in me like hiding it. Like for you, it's like, it's there. You, you're you continuing to live your life. And it's like, it's just something you already have to like deal with. And like people would, people put a lot of there, I think what they, how they think they would deal with it. Cause they absolutely don't know and try to put it onto other people. It was like when I was watching um, your video and you were talking about, yeah, I like to get in these little shorts. And I was like, girl, you better. (laughs) (laughs) I know that's right. Don't have people thinking you can't wear whatever because you know, this leg is like whatever. It's like, no, we're gonna gonna work it out. Honestly, yeah, just gotta make it work the best way that we can. And yeah, I hate that people have like their own ideas of like how you will live your life or how you would be with like a medical condition or something. It's like, no, I'm gonna try to do what you do too. It might be a little different, but I'm gonna still try to do it if it makes sense. (laughs) Oh yeah, absolutely. It's like, we can do the same things and maybe adjust it to what our actual means are at the moment or how we want to do it. But it's like, we can we can make it happen, you know, it's just, y'all just got to deal with it, like, we fine, we've, we've come to it, like, like are y'all okay, <laughs> it's like, are you good, so, um, what, what made you start sharing, um, on social media? Honestly, I don't know, I just feel like, as I start becoming, like, more in my, like, 20s or whatever, I didn't want to hide. I just, I got tired of hiding. Like people saw me in public, but for the longest, mm-hmm. I would never post myself on social media. Okay. So I just had like the idea of, well, I didn't have the idea. Someone wanted to take pictures of me. 
then I had the idea maybe it's time for me to just come on out there yeah you know how did you feel about those pictures like what were your thoughts when somebody was like I want to take pictures is this real I'm I'm such a skeptical person sometimes I'm like "Mm, you really want to take pictures of me I'm like why (laughs) and I'm brain like why (laughs) but I don't know I just I contemplated for a little bit and then I finally just hit the person up and we emailed, talked on the phone. And the very first time I took pictures were like in 2017. I think it was my 20th birthday when I very first came out to the pictures. But yeah. Yeah. So how did how did it feel when you were taking it? Nervous. Because <laughs> I never I ain't never done nothing like that. Yeah. Like, I might have had, like, this, I don't know, like, false sense of confidence. Like, yeah, I'm going to go in there, and I'm going to kill it. And then as soon as you get in front of the camera, like, oh, wait a minute. <laughs> the <laughs> camera is, real. is a different beast. I know, right? It's just, you kind of freeze up when you're on the other side. But, like, you you are a gorgeous woman. And so, like, and your confidence, like, shows through, like, on your um, pictures. And that's what I, like, really, really love about it, um, that that shines through. So I know it's, like, I often say like a lot of times people have this like negative connotation with chronic illness and a lot of us are living lives that don't look like that but we don't often get pushed to the main main street a lot of times it just kind of looks like oh it's a lot of woe is me stories but I find yeah. that a lot of times because of our condition like we're forced to find other avenues that we would have never known that we were like amazing at and like good at it to shine in because they make pictures, they're everything. Thank you, thank you. Oh my gosh, thank you so much. I don't know, and I always tell people, I'll be like, even though I am a little bit more comfortable, I'd be like, I still get nervous. Mm -hmm. They'd be like, girl, how? You can't even tell. Yeah, I might have a good looking face, but my stomach is doing (laughs) backflips. That's a good sign though, because it's like, it means you have like good energy. Like I say, um, somebody told me once, that like your ner- nervousness and like excitement are like in the same area in your body or something like yes. that. So it's like, it all kind of like jumbles up together. And so like, you're just excited. You're like hopeful, like all this good stuff, nerves. So it's like, it's a good feeling. And I was like, okay, I, I can respect that. You know, that's that's right. Cause that means I, I'm, I'm here, I'm alive, I'm feeling it. I'm not taking it for granted. So that's always a good thing to me to feel that. And honestly, I wish maybe, I don't know, if I speak it to the atmosphere, I don't know. I'm always, I have a bad habit of saying, I don't know. And somebody told me I really need to stop doing it because I'm blocking my blessings. <laughs> but if I do get to the mainstream, I don't know. I feel like disabilities should be out there if it makes sense. Like, how can I, how can I interpret it good? Like, we always see like our different ideas of like beauty and stuff, mm-hmm. but you never see anyone really with like a disability. Yeah. And sometimes I, I'm like, maybe we should, like that should change. <laughs> it definitely should. Representation, you know, definitely matters, especially I think for, you know, black and brown women, it's like, you really don't, you know, see it a lot. Um, especially like it's, 
on a level, like you said, make it to like the mainstream. And it's just like, wow, like, where are we? We're barely seeing ourselves sometimes in the mainstream anyway. And then, exactly. like, there's really nobody who looks like you or has dealing with different things. And it's like, I've seen a lot of different celebrities probably in the last year. Or so I guess with everything going on, feeling more vulnerable, saying they have like this chronic illness, chronic condition, it's like, it's great, but it's also like the comments I see from people are like very much like, oh, woe is me. Or it's like, oh, you're so strong. You're so this, but I'm like, y'all already know these people. And so it's like easy for you to accept it. And like, exactly. I wonder how like other regular people coming out with like different messages about it, like how they would see it. But it's like, okay, a celebrity said they have this condition, but also it still doesn't get more hype because like Serena Williams almost died having the pulmonary embolism, but people don't care, you know, as much as it still hasn't become an issue. So it's like, this is how hard this will be a case for us to do this, but it does not mean it's impossible because like part of my mission in like sharing my condition is highlighting other people with chronic conditions, helping people, you know, get diagnosis and all kind of stuff. And because I just think that it's a hard area, especially for um, black and brown women, because women already have a harder time getting diagnosed. For real. Black and brown women have a harder time if it's not like something obvious, they're gonna be like, you making it up. <laughs> yeah, you'd be like, what, what? You'd be like, come on now, what, what would I make this up for? <laughs> I exactly. Honestly, I wish I could, but no, this is very much real. <laughs> yeah, so tell us a little bit about like what it's like living with your condition. Cause I think that also what happens sometimes with people on the outside looking in, they reduce it to like the one thing like, oh, they're like, I wear oxygen, so I just have a little trouble breathing, and maybe that fixes it, quote-unquote, or they may say, oh, her leg is just big, that's it, but tell us kind of what it's like living with your condition. Like, okay, um, living with it, I would say, if you want to talk, like, everyday type <laughs> of things, yeah, walking, of course, I can walk, I might not be able to walk as fast or anything like that. I can go upstairs and stuff, but my leg is an extra, it's like almost an extra hundred pounds on me. Mm -hmm. So my energy do gets drained a whole lot more quicker. Like if I'm going up the stairs with my family, they could go up and be fine. Me, I'm about ready to pass out. <laughs> right. And then like with, clothing that's really the biggest struggle because they don't make clothes that's gonna fit you know one big leg and one little leg so I kind of have to like hunt for things that are like stretchy or things that might be really big on my little leg but it fits the other leg perfectly so my pants kind of look weird I don't know but yeah and then not to mention it is heavy yeah I won't lie to nobody about that it is heavy but I've done my best to manage it yeah and it it does it ever like um will it will it continue to get bigger honestly I want to yes if I don't do something about it which I am now in the process of going to physical therapy okay 
where in physical therapy, they do a lot of these like draining techniques where they train your fluid to pretty much go back through your heart and flush out through your kidneys, if that makes sense. Oh, okay. So instead of it staying in just one place, they kind of help move the system around. Got it, got it. And so how long have you been doing that? And did, is that something like you just found out about? No, I've done physical therapy a lot. It's just, this is like another struggle with the condition. It's like, I will start physical therapy. My leg will get really small. And then once you know, insurance will cut it right off. Mm. And then I have to try to go to therapy again, do the same thing. And I'm kind of in the same process. That's so interesting. Like, I think that's another struggle that people don't realize. It's like, sometimes you have to find um doctors who will be like it's like they're not supposed to quote unquote lie but they have to really understand what's going on and also know how the insurance works because I know I've had a doctor say that I know that your oxygen reads normal at you know this time but you're walking around most of the time and it's not going to but if I he said if I told them it was this they would cut off your oxygen and you actually needed to live and it's like, I want us to have different, you know, doctors and stuff who kind of think ahead of that. It's like, okay, it's gone down. But if we don't continue this or don't do whatever we need to do to continue, it's going to come right back. And right. your health is not going to do well and it's going to cost them more. So they're like less, you know, whatever. So um, they don't, insurance doesn't understand that. It's like, it's going to cost you more if I get into the bad state where I had to come in the first place. Like, it's cheaper to maintain it you yeah. know, than what it would be to keep going back and forth. But it's like, it's so interesting that we have to like try to go through these struggles to find care when we're dealing with these conditions. Exactly. That's what I was like. There's just a constant battle with the insurance companies. And honestly, sometimes, which I'm not going to lie, that's why sometimes I do slack off. Mm-hmm. Not not on purpose but it's like a feeling is like every time I make progress it gets cut off so I'm like well I know I'm have my leg forever but I'm just like god Lee it's like I get it small insurance cuts it off and then it comes back I'm like I'm like you know what Mahogany you might as well just try to live with it the best way you can yeah but unfortunately I have gotten cellulitis and mm. I was which is a skin infection and I was in the hospital for a couple of days so I was like okay well your health is like okay you don't had your little hot girl moment but <laughs> you need to get back in the, you need to get back in a physician's care so I'm like okay all right <laughs> it's like girl you need to get it together we're not gonna we're not gonna do this for long um. exactly and that, <laughs> that time doctors kept telling me you know you're really like you're really young now and your body can fight off the affection but once you get older you know it's really gonna take a toll so I was like okay yeah. I need to I need to get it in now <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's true it's like yeah your body because I mean as we you know as we're getting older every day it's like our body does become a little you know defenses come down because it's been here for forever 
So it's like, it is harder to fight off those things. So you kind of have to get it together now. Um, and that's good that you are working on that. And um, while simultaneously like accepting who you are, but like also working to have your body be in the best condition it can be in to help you, you know, deal with your condition. So does anybody else in your family have this condition or anything like it? Um, no, I have gotten this condition from my father who I've never met. Mm. I've heard it was hereditary, but I have got it from my father. Like I said, didn't mean, didn't mean to repeat myself, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're good, you're good, yeah. So yeah, I hadn't really, I've only known like a couple people who've had it, but I didn't know if it was hereditary or anything else. But that's that's so interesting how that how that just comes together. Like we were talking about before, it's like a science experience, the experiment of like, what are you gonna get? Like, what are the dice is gonna roll? And like, yeah, like what happen? is the outcome gonna be? Yeah, what is the outcome gonna be? So yeah, that's that's really interesting. Um, so what do you think, like, what do you want to do with, like, your social media or your career? Like, what are your aspirations? Okay, so my aspirations, I would say, of course, is, because I like what you said, of course, to encourage, to teach people to love themselves, the body that they're in, mm -hmm. but also, you know, focus on your health, because, you know, that's important. And honestly... I don't want a lot of money, but I want enough to take care of like my single mom and my sisters. Mm -hmm. I'd be like, if I can help people and take care of like my own family, of course I would give back too. But if I could do those things first, I think I'll be happy. Yeah, that would be great. And um, one of the things that um, I tell, so I also coach women with chronic illnesses that a lot of times we have these things about money you know as well as like people think that oh you're just like I don't know how you use yourself to make money but it's like people are like oh man I had someone ask me is my leg real I was like what wow <laughs> all the things I can do to try to scam or finesse I will photoshop up Oh. that's a good photoshop <laughs> right that's, that's, that's premiere then you need to hire me for that then hire me to be your photoshop person if you believe it's that fake okay <laughs> exactly man if you believe that but it's like i don't even believe in that it's like we're dealing with these conditions already Healthcare is astronomical in this country and to think that like okay what if someday something happens and we can't work a regular job or something else and we have to have health care. It's like, I need to make as much money as possible and save exactly. as much money as possible to handle it. And it's like, if this condition is doing whatever it's doing to me, then I'm going to use what I call I say, my tink tink privileges and use it back. I'm going to make the most of what it's doing to me. If it's going to mess with me, I'm going I'm to use it, <laughs> you know? to do and it's like like you said before it's like I'm doing good but I feel as though I'm fine profiting from it because I'm dealing with something you know this is my truth you know and there's nothing wrong with getting compensated for what you're going through and I think people who don't look like us have no problem with that but sometimes we're taught that like oh we're supposed to just be grateful for whatever we can get it's like no let's get the world and then be grateful for that 
yeah like I'm always I'm grateful for everything God has given me amen I just be like I don't know because now I have like a I'm like, I got my family and I've always been telling my mama, I said, mama, if I get rich, I'm gonna buy you a big house just for the heck of it. She's <laughs> like, what? She's like, Mahogany, please don't do that. I said, watch. watch. <laughs> That's right. Let that be your goal. Like, even if people like real estate is a good, you know, investment anyway. So it's like, you you will become wealthy. You will get the money that you deserve and you will be able to treat your mother to whatever you want her to have. And I, I really believe that. Um, Thank you. You're young and you're already doing something amazing and groundbreaking just by telling your story. So how did the video, I don't even remember who did the video I saw on Facebook or whatever, but how did that come? Yeah. Okay, girl. So like the company, the people that did the video or whatever, which yet again, I was skeptical thinking it was a scam. <laughs> the people are not even American. Oh, They're Britain. They're like somewhere in the UK somewhere. And this woman, I think her name was Martha. She had messaged me on Instagram asking me to be a part of it. And I was like, okay, yeah, sure. But when she messaged me, it was honestly like a year ago. And then for a certain time, I didn't hear nothing from her. So I'm like, okay, this must have been fake. But then she messaged me again. She was like, hey, sorry, I haven't contacted you in a while. We moved to a new company, blah, 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 blah. Do you still want to, you know, do the show or whatever? I was like, okay, sure. Like, let me. I bet this can help a lot of people. So I was like, okay, let me give it a shot. So we contacted for like months and then apparently they had a videographer in Nashville, Tennessee. So he drove from Nashville to Knoxville, Tennessee, where I'm located. And I believe it's like a two hour difference between the two. And once you know, he videotapes literally like all day, like nine in the mornings, like five or six. Wow. And then he told me it's going to take like a month to edit. I was like, okay, okay. And I was just, I used to just pray. I'd be like, Lord, I hope this help a lot of people. I hope, I hope this be success, this be successful and help a lot of people. I used to just pray, 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 pray a lot. And then once you know, that thing dropped. And he showed out. I was like, oh, whoa. <laughs> yeah, I knew. I was like, as soon as I saw it, I was like, let me find her on Instagram before like everybody. I was like, I'm sure she's already getting messages, but I'm like, no, this is like meant to be for me to see her like doing this. So I was like, I have to like get in contact with her. Um, but like when I saw it, I was just like, this is really amazing. It was done well. And it's funny that you say they're from, um, like the UK, because it's been so interesting seeing that I've seen like a lot of documentaries about chronic health, chronic conditions have come from there. And I I guess because it's like the US system is, is what it is, but they get a lot more care um, over there. And they even have, I think, in at least, I think it's in England, at least that they have like a stipend that you get every month, even if you work a job. 
that you get. Yeah, maybe they like America. Y'all need to step y'all game up. I like, know, right? Uh-uh. The, the young lady I talked to with her on Clubhouse, and she said she was like thinking about moving to America. So she was asking, like, what kind of things we have. I was like, if you work, you're essentially you're asked out of whatever. Yeah. She was like, it doesn't matter. She has a really nice job there, but she still, because of her conditions, gets the maximum amount, which I think converted to like. 800 and something dollars a month in U.S. dollars. What? Yeah. And I was like, that, like, $800 could, like, change people's lives here. Yeah. Like, imagine they're sending, like, these stimulus checks now that, you know, don't even equate to what $800 a month equals, and that's really helping some people is not really enough, but imagine if people with chronic conditions, like, taking care of medicine, being able to take off work or be able to have a fun for like not feeling well and don't want to cook or just things like that but you know if you can still work it's not going to affect you getting that money I was like that's so interesting they have a lot more research resources and then some people are more dedicated to it because I guess then it becomes also a little more normalized too man that makes me want to move to the UK (laughs) right (laughs) I know right I was like oh I always thought about Canada or something but you know that even now they're like Canada is like oh no you're not from here don't be sure, trying to come over here exactly, and get our stuff. Man, look, we know what y'all about we, <laughs> we know, know what y'all trying to do <laughs> but I'm like okay UK y'all might be looking like looking like a snack over there across the pond right looking real edible <laughs> real real edible like mm, juicy I like that <laughs> it makes it makes it makes a lot of sense but um yeah so yeah. how how ha- who else has like reached out to you or like what things have happened since that's aired uh okay uh since that's aired one I've gotten I think I've been on the local news in my city my little little bitty city in Knoxville it's not really a big city like Memphis or anything like that but I've been on like the local news of there and I don't know it's been crazy like I'm not used to this at all yeah (laughs) I'm very happy but I'm not used to this and then I've had people like from all over say oh you should go to Spain or you should go to India or you should go here and I'm like that's great but I'm still a regular person I don't have the money (laughs) to go here here and here but I know the intention is good so I'll be like well okay yeah and people are like you should go here you should go there yeah and I'd be like you know thank thank you for the suggestion but I have to rob a bank then try to go there (laughs) be like send me the itinerary pay for it we can we can figure this out (laughs) exactly yes that's overall overall it's been like a lot of mainly a bunch of support now have I had some people say I should just amputate my leg yeah I don't I don't get that but yeah but other than that yeah that's that's interesting that people would say that but that kind of brings me back to that other point when you were talking about the clothes like I I quickly thought about the fact that they like some brands like just recently in the recent years just started making like clothes for like amputees um to like where you know the one leg or the one arm or whatever is kind of closed off or they sell like the shoes by one things Mm -hmm. like that and so I was like I wonder if any of those companies have ever would ever think about also like extending their lines out 
to help people who have um who are lymphies yeah you know that's why i've been hearing a lot recently like honestly i didn't know like i'll always know of course people with chronic illness but i didn't know the community was so big until i started putting myself out there more i never realized that yeah, the community is huge because I, I try to tell people too that a lot of people don't realize really what the definition of like a chronic condition is because they only see like the big the big ones. They're thinking like, oh, you have to be sick, sick and ill and like whatever. And I'm like, no, it's, it's not that. Like it's literally defined as a condition that you have for three or more months. And so yeah. people with anxiety or depression or migraines, it's like those are chronic conditions. And at least in the United States, I think that's the stat that like six out of 10 people have one, at least one like mm-hmm. chronic condition. So it's like, it's, it's more, it's more populous than it's not, we're not in the minority, but because people don't, it's their medical condition, they don't have to share, but it's why things become stigmatized is because people don't talk about it unless they're like, oh yeah, by the way, it's like, oh, well, and it's like, I okay, I, I can't hide this one. So it's like, but right. Like I might as well just go ahead and tell you now. Yeah, might as well. But it's like I think also this inspires people who have illnesses that they can kind of camouflage to come forward. Because I've said recently that I see a lot in the chronic illness community. It's like they're caught between like pretending they're fine and then trying to have people explain, like understand that they have an illness. I'm like, well, if you spend most of your time pretending that you're okay. How can somebody else like suddenly believe you too? Because you don't believe yourself most of the time either. So that hiding thing is like not doing you any good either. That's why people don't believe you. I know everybody's like entitled to their own emotions and stuff, but I agree with that. And it's like, I don't know. I'll be quick to say I'm not perfect. No, sometimes I'm not okay. Like, Mm -hmm. but I'm here. (laughs) Like. Yeah, that's why I always encourage people. That's the thing to start with. It's like, let's be at least, you don't have to tell people what's going on, but like, at least be truthful when like, ask how yeah. you're doing. Like, it's like, okay, I'm not, I'm not all right. It's like, but they'll be, it'll be awkward for them. It's like, but how is it for you? It's like, don't worry about them. If they, if you start telling the truth about how you're feeling that day and they don't want to hear it, they'll stop asking, but that don't have nothing to do with how you answer the question. <laughs> exactly that's all I was like just be truthful but yeah with uh clothing I don't know it's weird I got a little sister she's 12 and she'll be like she'll be like Heidi I know it's hard for you to get clothes when I get older I'm gonna make a clothing line for disabled people I said okay baby I'm gonna be waiting on it yes and that's so crazy it's like it inspires like people who to like, but she could become like a, a top clothing designer because of that. And like, it can even be like, you know, people tend to think like, oh, if it's for people with disabilities, it's gonna be this frumpy thing. But it's like, for no. you, like those dresses with the open slit, like, baby, she could be serving those and all kind of stuff too, you know, and just oh, have the cute clothes that stretch and fit, but look like it could be like this amazing thing. And it's like, yeah. it comes from you having, you know, and being open with your condition and, you know, the life you live and her wanting to see you live, like, even better. Yeah, I hate when, like, when it comes to clothes, like you said, with this, and with being disabled, they always think we got to wear 
something frumpy or depressing. I'm like, no, like, I'm gonna find me something cute and bright and just radiate like positive stuff. Why I gotta be all frumpy and depressing just because I'm disabled? No. <laughs> like, no, I'm good. I'm good, love. I'm good. <laughs> right. We're good over here. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Yeah, for sure. So I, I like that that's like been an inspiration. And that's something I love about little kids because that, that innocence, the innocence to them, like, you know, they don't mean no harm. And then, especially when they're used to being around it, they're just, I don't know, just like so caring and loving. I say, yeah, I'm okay. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, oh, you really, you, you care. It's like, I, I love that about, about kids and stuff. So, um, is there anything that you're going to be doing lately that you will want the, um, people on the podcast to look out for? Um, I think the main things I'm doing right now, I'm currently in the progress of trying to, you know, plan another photo shoot. And then, I have a YouTube channel and it's pretty much my name, Mahogany Jeter. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty much going to film or you could say document the whole process of me going to physical therapy. I think just keep doing what I've been doing. Yes, I can't wait to see it. Like I'm definitely going to subscribe to your YouTube channel um, and check you out. And maybe I can have you on my channel or something one day. Um too okay. um that would be great so tell can you tell everybody how to follow you on social media okay so on my instagram i have i have two accounts either mm-hmm. or is fine to follow my one i have is called limp goddess is l y m p h dot goddess 23 and then my other one is model dot mahogany with two Y's and a G. And let's see. Um, yeah, I'll make sure I put um, the link to both of those in the show notes and on social media. And then I'll also put your YouTube channel down there. So is there anything else you want to leave the audience with before we um, get out of here? Um, I don't know. I'll, if I can say this, like, I know it's hard. And I know, you know, everyone has their days, but I guess all I want to say is just, you know, stay strong, you know, keep up the faith and, you know, just keep pushing. Like, we're all in this together. We we got this, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know that's that sounds right. kind of corny, but it's, true too so it's so true like like you were saying before it's like you didn't know the community was like so big or there but it's like when you realize even like with a few people who understand like maybe not your exact condition but understand what you're going with it's like so going going through is so much more powerful because you're with people who get it you don't have to like explain it to yeah yeah absolutely well thank you so much for joining thank you for having me yeah absolutely um everybody um thank you for listening and i'll be sure to have all the information down below for you to go ahead and follow thank you for listening to when wit happens you can find whitney living her best life at thewhitneywest.com and at the whitney west on social media subscribe and follow for updates until next time keep living your best life